0: Musician, singer, songwriter, father, professional wrestler, multi-time world champion. Yup, it's Lucas Chase. go in we're gonna go in real hot we're gonna go in real hard we're going in real fast are you ready april 8th you defend your bst title yeah against matias yeah what's going on what is your thought you go you beat dustin waller yep decisively decisively alone unquestioned by yourself man on top of the
1: world that's it on top of the jd drake jd drake awesome time beat him Beat him easily. He lost his cool. He, I don't, he assaulted you know what? a
0: referee. I watched it. I was watching it back before you came here, and I realized you didn't even sweat. Nope. Like you didn't even sweat that match. Nope.
1: It was easy peasy.
0: And now you go up against Matias. Yeah. That's to me. That's a that's a hard. Left, from what you just prepared for with JD. So how yeah, are you?
1: How, mean- how are you prepping for? It's, Matthias, it's different from JD, but it's not different from a lot of the people that I, I I get to wrestle on a weekly basis in the territory. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. preparing for Matthias is a heightened sense of what I have to prepare for on a week to week basis. Like you look at like I just I just wrestled Sky Blue and Jared Diaz down in the Bronx last week. Right as yeah. we as we sit here on March the 13th, like I just wrestled them in the Bronx on the 10th. You know, so Jared Diaz is no different than Matias in style. I'm talking stylistically, right? Yeah. Hard hitting, kick, you know, footwork, um, fast. Blink, blink and you miss it. A- agile, blink and you miss it. You know, uh, just wrestled as of we sit here right now, as of March um, 11th, Miracle Generation, Kylon King, Dustin Flashwaller. Again, again, hard hitters, blink you miss it. You know, Tough competitors, but more of the same stylistically. Like I'm just talking style wise. So yeah. like preparing for Matias is exact is is no different than how I normally prepare. Um, but I have way more respect for Matias than a lot of other people, and and, and a lot more respect than I think people realize for him. Um, so I'm going into it with laser focus.
0: Yeah, because especially he's going in, he's coming into this with nothing to lose. Right. Walks out, walked in there, not a champion. I you don't could even walk know. out, I not a champion. Championship match, but whatever. You know, hey, I got nothing to do. I ain't on the booking you committee I don't put that together, but uh, he's coming. Yep, April eighth. Yep, you ready? The name of the show is LFA. Are you gonna sweat?
1: I'm probably gonna sweat a lot.
0: You might sweat. He's. Uh, yeah, you're like, probably gonna be sweaty, just trying to catch sweaty him. boy, just trying it's to a catch sweaty boy, it's <laughs>
1: sweaty boy,
0: sweaty boy. But we're sweaty here with boy. the BST champion. That's right, Lucas Chase. In the and building. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. You know, it, it's it's been a long time coming.
1: Yeah. Well, you got this brand new studio, which yeah, I'm loving. Dude, you know, it's we nice. we've it's been we've been hanging out. We we're we we're shooting the breeze before turning the mics on and we got the Puerto Rico World Baseball Classic yeah. on right now.
0: Up six nothing.
1: Against Israel. So who dude. I would go on record as saying probably has the greatest hat in the entire world baseball classic. Yeah, it's a clean hat. That's a very clean it's, hat. Would you say Dodger Blue? <laughs> It is Dodger blue. Dodger blue. <laughs> Definitely Dodger blue. <laughs> Definitely um Dodger with the nice uh you know star David right in the middle of it. And the white? Yeah. It's it's clean. It's
0: dope. They shouldn't be losing with all that power on the hat, but
1: I feel like I feel like MJF would wear that hat. Oh yeah.
0: He's probably going to wear you know it one Wednesday. That'd
1: be great. He'll probably wear
0: one Wednesday. So you mentioned you were wrestling in the Bronx. That's right. Yep. And you were from the Bronx. Yes. Born Originally. in the Bronx. Yeah. Yep. Well, what's that like going and wrestling home? Awesome. Like it's because I know you were you were raised in Connecticut. Yep. So you always wrestling at home. Well, when wrestling I was home. I
1: was technically raised in the Bronx. I moved here when I was like fifteen. So okay, technically like okay. My so you, at, like my formidable years were here, but like my adolescent years were over there. So you
0: were raised in the Bronx, yep. and
1: then you grew up, yeah. Here. Yeah, okay Became a man Became yeah. a man in the man. mean streets the of The mean streets of Bridgeport Or the porch <laughs> You know I used to always laugh at that Because like growing up Like we had We were like in a We were always fifth floor Fifth floor apartment building Yeah You know what I mean And then yeah. like I moved here And everyone was like Yeah, you in the hood, son And I'm like, bro I got, I like, got a porch I have my own room, bro it's You kidding me? I got
0: a porch I can sit on my front porch I can And walk drink some to the bus stop and go to the tea. mall <laughs> Yeah, I'm good So like It's different when you wrestle in New York 100% different, well, different animal down there what's, The what's crowds are so intense like, how do you, how do you, like, because I know, like, when you're going into a match, you have, like, your mindset, your Lucas Chase, yeah, intense, yep. but, like, you get home and you hear them and everyone's going crazy. Like You know
1: what my favorite part is? What's that? When the announcers say that I'm from Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because that's the whole thing. I was it? Uh, what was it? You have a. Bronx-born, Connecticut-raised, Texas, Texas, Texas forged. Yeah, because you did you did a little little train ski, little training down. I don't
1: end. think I did a little training. I think I did like a lot. You did of a lot. Training. You did a lot. You did yeah. a lot
0: because you became the first RWA champion. That's right. Yep. What was that like? Like awesome going into like because you had to apply obviously. Yeah, is that it was an application it was? process? So you did like application process yeah. and, I just, and the they man like, called me. They screened a bunch of people. They applied people. and then you got picked for the first class.
1: I got picked for the first class, but I couldn't make the first class due to scheduling. Uh-huh. So I was the first person to accept for second class. Okay. So my camp was a second camp, which I I lucked out. It was better because they didn't introduce the men's belt to my class. That's why I was the first ever. Yeah. Because they introduced the women's belt. The,
0: for the first
1: camp. time. The fir- yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, for the first class, and it was Shauna Reed. Who, yeah. who who won that? Um, or no, sorry, correction. They didn't announce any belts for the first one. They announced the RWA belt for the second one, and then they announced a women's belt for the third showcase. So and that's where Shauna won that one. So what was it like to get that call
0: saying like, hey, you you got it? You're coming. I missed it.
1: You missed it? I missed the phone You got call. a voicemail? Originally, I got a voicemail, <laughs> which I still have it on my phone.
0: That's the most on brand Lucas Chase thing.
1: i I I sent Dustin Rhodes to the voicemail. voicemail. <laughs> I so it's funny. It's so I I actually like honestly. I was working at my then job. I was bartending, and I used to live in Florida, right, like Tampa yeah. area. So it was like I saw. I have a bunch of friends down here. So when I got the phone call, it said Gainesville, Florida, and I'm like, Oh, I know a bunch of people in Gainesville. Like, oh, it's one it's of these pres- fucking it's, yeah, it's one of these fucking guys wasting I, my time. Like, yeah, right? yeah, someone got a new number, you know. <laughs> Like hey Luke, no, are you in town? I'm like no. if I was in town, I'd hit you up, pal. Nope. You know what I mean? It's I'm like h- I'm not in Uncle Dustin. <laughs> yeah, and then like a voicemail came. Out. I'm like no one leaves me fucking voicemail. So I was like all right. So let me go check this. And I swear, I swear to God, it's still on my phone. And it's like hey, what's going on, pal. This is Dustin Rhodes. And I literally, I like stopped it there. Like I took it for a second, and I press play. He goes, "Hey pal, this is Dustin Rhodes." And I stopped it there, and then like I replayed. I was like, "Hey pal, this is Dustin Rhodes," and I'm like, "Okay, this is fucking Dustin Rhodes." So I, he's like, you know, give me a call back when you get the opportunity. So like in my head, I'm like, "All right, cool, I'm going to AEW. This is great. This is the call." I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this is it because I had forgot that, that you applied. applied. Yeah, because I applied in April uh-huh. and I, I didn't get the phone call till October. Oh, shit. Yeah. So oh, I, damn. So that must have been a lot of screening they had to do. They, I mean, they were going through thousands of applicants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he announced that year that the, the school was opening up. What right. was the
0: application process like?
1: Uh, I filled out something online, and I uh, sent them a one-minute promo uh-huh. um, describing me and why I would be a good fit for the Rhodes Academy, and I ended it by doing the uh, <sighs> like gold dust thing. You think that was it? No, I, he never mentioned this. I don't even think he remembered that. You I fucking hate. I just think it. I was just like, you know, dude. They they were like badass. they were like, hey, put what about there.
0: what about this Lucas Chase guy? He goes the 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 goldest guy. Goes, no, no, he's no. like I really he goes, no. fucking mark. But everyone else was like, no, he's pretty.
1: He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Good looking guy. He's, he's, he's tan. Yeah, well, little shape. Latino. Yeah, let's put, him on. <laughs> let's, put, let's put him on. Let's give the kid a shot. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know, I, I crossed off the Latin demo.
0: So you did you did the training? What was the training
1: like? Was it different than what you had done before? Um, so it's a lot. Uh, uh, yes and no. So we did a lot of like blow up drills, which is just, like exhausting ourselves, getting us an in-ring cardio shape, etc. cetera. Uh, we always start class with that. And then we did a lot of like matches, training matches where Dustin would critique us every single day. Um, so you had like the hands on, like you guys would wrestle. A lot of hands on. Dustin Duffy was in there the watching with us the entire yeah. time. And That's when we it. would do our matches, he had like this little crow's nest <laughs> where he'd go upstairs and eat his, uh, his meal preps and, and critique us. And it was awesome. Um, because you, you know, I mean, like, yeah, how accessible was
0: he during the, like, while you guys were 100%. training and like, while you were like, if you were off training and you had a question,
1: I would never forget the first time he and I locked up, Uh huh. I had asked him, we were doing Irish whips, right? So we were, you know, learning how to run the ropes a certain way. And. We're doing reversals, right? So I'm like, okay, like, this is how I reverse it. But blah, blah, blah. So I want to make sure, like, my footwork is good. Da, da, da. So everybody gets out of the ring for a water break. I never got out of the ring for a water break. I always just stayed and drank my water after uh, I would work a match or if I was, like, dying of thirst because it's Texas. Yeah. Um, but, like, so I stood in the ring and I was asked. I said, you know, hey, sir, uh, you know, how's my footwork on the reverse? You know, do I, do I need to be a little bit more snappier? And he grabs me and he goes, lock up. We locked up. He takes my arm. Does the whip, gives me the Iggy to reverse, I reverse it, boom, he's like, yeah, oh, you're fine. What was that like? I was like, I just locked up with fucking... Because, like, I'm sure you up.
0: went into it with, like, you went into this training with the mindset of, like, I have a good, like, understanding of what I got to do. 100%. This is going to help you, like, hone everything. 100%. What was it like when you asked him, like, hey, you know, if, what, I, what I'm doing, is it right? And he was like, yeah, you're killing it. So... Like, what was that feeling like?
1: That feeling was amazing because I didn't think he liked me.
0: Yeah, well, I, why, like, why is Because
1: that? I, I got the little, little, in the beginning, I got the fewest amount of critiques. Uh-huh. He would spend a lot of time correcting other people, and I'm like, either I really suck, or... You're where you should be. I'm where I should be, but where where do I go up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do I improve from here? Um, and he would always tell me, you good, baby? You're good, baby? You good, baby? And yeah. I know that I'm saying you're good, baby, and it's very dusty, right? Like yeah. but like I mean, like that's his dad, right? So yeah. it's like he, he has whether he knows it or not, he has some dusty oh, yeah. aneurysms when he talks. Yeah. Um so he would always tell me that, and then I'll never forget we were we were it was opening weekend. It was our last day of the first weekend of camp. Yeah. So it was a Sunday night because we had Mondays and Tuesdays off. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because he would be on the road. So it was that Sunday and I walked right up to him. It was after class. I walked right up to him. It took everything in my fucking power. I was like, I had a melon ball in my throat. I was just like, I can't. So I walked right up to him and I said, he had just announced like we were going to be potentially doing a showcase. Yeah. And I looked him dead in the face and I said, I just want to let you know I'm a very hardworking individual and I'm not asking you for anything. I said, all I want you from you here is to give me as much feedback, critiques, and So I could absorb as much as possible in my time down here And I said And I'm going to work as hard As humanly possible Because I will be in that main event Of that showcase I told him that to his face Yeah And he looked at me up and down and he goes Takes a lot for somebody to say that We'll see And I shook his hand And I said Listen Squeaky Squeaky wheel gets the grease But I'm going to put in that fucking work Yeah And I did And I put in that work And I made main evented And I won the fucking RWA championship When did ever. you find out? That I was going over that you were gonna that you were gonna be in the main event yeah. that you were gonna get the title that you yeah. were gonna
0: be like when did he tell you? So that?
1: I knew I was gonna be in the main event based on like how we were structuring the show because uh-huh. uh, I had three segments. I had the opening match and then I had a promo with him, which is still to this day one of my favorite things. I got to do a promo with him. Yeah, um, and um, the main. So like I knew I was gonna be in the main event from early on. Um, I didn't know who was over. Uh, Until I got text message really late one night from a good friend of mine who um, was help was kind of like his number two at the school at the time, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know we're just bullshitting and then very nonchalantly he was like yeah bro well you're getting the rub brother so, and I was like what, and he goes oh you didn't know I said no he goes this whole thing is to make make sure that like you look as good as possible winning that belt yeah and I was like not only is like this showcase happening but like I'm in the main. I'm in three segments, and now I'm, I'm I'm gonna win. And you called your shot. I, and I called my shot. And you and called I Fucking got it, but I, it was fucking hard work. Oh, I bet. I didn't leave that ring. Yeah. The entire no. time I was in Texas, busted your ass. I was first one in, last one out, every single night, and like I I worked fucking hard. And we would always do the deck of card warm-up. So like if not if you're not familiar with the deck of cards, so you do like face value cards at like 10 reps and then we would always and you know and then numerical reps after that. Yeah. All the way down. And so we would all have to pick a deck of cards and then do our deck of cards as the warm-up, right? His all like um uh what's his name? Uh oh my god, it's it's escaping me now. It's gonna come back to me later on, but it's a specific uh gable. It's a it's a gable warm-up. Uh-huh. Uh, old Olympic-style wrestling yeah. type of warm-up. Um, so, you know, we're in there and, and doing our thing, and I was always the one that, like, I would finish, and before getting water, I would go to all my other teammates and 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 campmates, and I would encourage them, and I'd make sure that everyone finished before I got a drink of water. Yeah. You know, locker room mentality, right? Like, playing football my whole life, like, the whole nine, like, we created a culture with that camp. And I think that culture is what got us through the entirety of the process. You know what I mean? Because a lot of a lot of a lot of guys and girls in there were very green, very new to the business. I was one yeah. of a few with experience, so I kind of felt like it was my responsibility to help the new guys and help girls. Helping you can, a hundred percent. Yeah, because it's very physical, especially for those that don't come from a locker room mentality like we did. You know what I mean? So that was that was the culture, man. That was it. It was fucking great. You know, what hard was work the, pays what off. What was what was the uh,
0: what was the vibe like like with all the other? Uh, guys and girls, in there. Like. So
1: I, I mean, we had we had a good dichotomy with everybody. You know, I mean, everybody was like for each other and helping each other. Yeah. Um, a lot of them lived together in like the same house. I I was with a buddy of mine down there that, that just lived down there. Shout out to Tim. Uh, I cr- crashed on his couch for three months. fucking yep. great. Um, I just got married and then went right back to like yeah being yeah. by myself. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> how after, how soon after your wedding did you go? One month. One month, yeah, because I remember I did your wedding, yeah. Then immediately got on the plane and went to Puerto Rico, yeah. And then and I come I, back and then back, like I a week leaving. and a half
1: later, you're gone, yep. yeah. I yeah. got in my car and I just I drove, you just away. drove, yep. and you drove the whole way, drove the whole way, and back. Yeah, drove down with Big Jim Anderson, Big Jim, my brother, rest his soul.
0: R.I.P. to a, a like a genuinely great Missed dude. Miss that man every day. Like I think I've only had probably like a handful of interactions with Jim. But he was just, just the amazing. coolest fucking guy. Hundred percent. Just a just a cool dude. So just, many
1: car rides with him, just amazing. Oh, I bet. Just talking about tag team wrestling and talking about just like old school like WCW and like all that stuff. He loved like the hokey shit, like spin the wheel, make a deal type stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it just it was it was great. It was just fucking fun. Yeah, dude. Huge a to remember fan, too. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we drove down rule, we drove down to Texas and must have listened to like all their albums album at least back. like seven <laughs> hours. At least seven <laughs> hours worth. Yeah. Easy.
0: Bucking Dude, easy. So you played? You played football?
1: Yep. At we'll basic, basic What's, lions.
0: That it is the lions. <laughs> Kevin was here the other day, and he was like, "Basic, I, I think it's the it's the, the lions, lions, brother." And I was yeah. like, "Okay, am gonna get okay, some basic okay. lions gear
1: made." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You 100%. played? What positions you play? Defensive what? end. Yeah,
0: yeah. Every, all four years.
1: Uh, so freshman year, actually, I played uh middle outside linebacker. Okay. Uh, but I was way better off the line,
0: uh-huh.
1: 100% off the line, coming out of a three-point.
0: Just more launch. Just on the
1: edge. Yeah. yeah, way more launch, way more explosiveness. I got big-ass legs. I mean, yeah. still to this day. Yeah. The ham hawks. Oh, yeah. You know. Quad daddy. Look at the size of those <laughs> ham hocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Andy Brown's the thick daddy, I but I, uh, I got the thick Were quads. you wrestling in high school? Uh, like amateur? Uh,
0: just were you like starting to pursue wrestling in high school? or like what? I think I started
1: pursuing wrestling when I was like fucking seven. But I mean, like as far as well, like, I mean, yeah, getting I mean, in a ring. Like I didn't, I didn't. Actually, yeah, like
0: formally. Like when did you start formally? Like getting as soon into as I wrestling?
1: graduated. As soon as you graduated, one hundred percent. Where'd you go? Uh, so I originally like trained down here in Bridgeport. Um, did some stuff with a gentleman by the name of Alex. His name is Tuki Tucker, the wrestling trucker. Yeah. Uh, we did a we did a we, he he kind of broke me in. Yep, And then I started getting booked way too soon. Um, So I was the shits and I was getting booked and it was really, really bad. Um, I should not have gone. I I, I feel like I should have taken way more time with my initial training. Yeah. Um, If I would have taken my initial training when I was 18 as serious as I take my training now, I think I would be in a way different place professionally. Not to say I'm not where I want to be or where I need to be now, but I think I would have been further along professionally if I if I would have taken it as serious back then. Cause I was 18, 19. Yeah. I was nineteen when I had my first pro match. What do you think do you think it would have changed anything? I think it would have changed my trajectory because I'm still gonna get there, baby. It's just now it's just yeah. a matter of time.
0: Yeah, now you're an old man. Now you're... Well now
1: I feel like I'm in my fucking prime. Yeah. Well, you look great? Thank you. Best shape of your life, you, would you say? Hundred percent. Best shape. I was just talking to Kevin about this. Yeah. And, by, 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 like. and pronouns, pal. Like, but we we're, we're talking about Kevin Santibrio, Phantasma Productions, the man, who's the mutual friend of ours, and, and just the, the episode fucking name. Actually,
0: episode one, episode one of the He pod. sniped me because I he missed sniped, my appointment last week. He sniped because you Puerto Rican the hell out of us. oh my god! I feel so <laughs> bad. I feel
1: so bad. I was having such a bad day, and then I got stuck at work. And oh, I was dude, like, motherfucker! When, when
0: you said, when you said, dude, I sh- I got out of work and it just shut my phone off. I went, dude, I feel that on a spiritual level. Bro, like, I was
1: like, I can't even, bro. Like,
0: yeah. Like, yeah, no, it just be like that. Sometimes it's just it's life. It's, yeah, it's Mental health is important. It is important. And how do you, so like how do you deal with it? Like because you're always on the road, you're always traveling, driving around different stuff. So how do you handle that helps, actually? How do you handle everyday life? Being a dad, yeah. and being on the road because it's not like. It's not like the the WWE guys who you're on the road, but you're making millions of dollars. Right, right, right. You're on the road making dozens of dollars. Dozens.
1: <laughs> you're making
0: you're making tens of dollars. You're tens <laughs> so, of dollars. But you're making because I'm a heel. No one wants to buy my merch. You're making a a decent amount of money, but right. nothing like that. You can you I'm know put my kid through college. Exactly. Right. So how do you like? How do you weigh it all out? How do you like deal with it? Cuz it's got to be overwhelming sometimes.
1: Definitely overwhelming. Uh I think the biggest thing is, is like me being present when I'm home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like mentally present when I'm home. You know what I mean? Like I just I'm over here now, you know, we're doing this pod and like I know I'm not putting my son to bed tonight, yeah. but when I get home, I'll wake him up.
0: Go in there, give him a little kiss
1: on the head. Yeah, give him a kiss on the head. Tell him to get up, use the potty, whatever. Yep. You know, he doesn't pee his bed. You know, yep. we're further along than that. So like yeah. that's like a good thing where I'm like, I make it I make it a point where I'm like, I'll get him up in the middle of the night to do that. Yeah. As a reminder. You know what I'm saying? And I take him to school every morning. Yep. That's like my thing. Yeah. I'm like, get up, I pack the lunch, get in the car, got my zubas on and my four horseman jacket. You know, like, looking like a mark, just living and it, just living it, man. And, and just, just I'm, I'm in the drop-off line because, like,
0: I see him. He comes to some of the shows. Absolutely, he comes to some of the BST shows, and yep. the kid is, he fucking loves
1: it. He's having the time of his uh, life. He's running around, he already tells me he wants to get in the ring. Oh, of course he does. And he's like, he's like, we're gonna. Oh, I think I think I'm lost. Oh, hello, did I? I did that. Oh, I think you did. I think you unplugged. Apologies. Um, no, but I mean, he's already telling me. He's like, you know, when he gets older, he's like, we're gonna be a team. Yeah, we're gonna be a team, and I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah,
0: like LeBron and Brawny.
1: Damn, like Dom and Ray.
0: Kent, well, yeah. Rikishi and the Usles. Yeah, <laughs> Vince and Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> Come here, all right, real quick. Puerto Rico has the dopest catcher gear. I see it.
1: We're live watching this. Okay.
0: Wait till you see that gear. First we're, of all, up 6-0, yeah, top of the fourth. Top of the fourth. Peep that gear. Ooh, Come on, the so the flag fits perfect. looking like Captain Puerto Rico. That's dope. Look at the helmet too. So love it. So we were we were gonna do this last week. Yeah. And uh our good oh, Jock Peterson is on the Israel team. Former Dodger makes sense. He still's got that makes blue on sense. It. got the blue. But uh so we were supposed to do this last week, and our mutual friend, uh the great Suarlitos, uh was over. Okay. Big, and he uh, he wanted me to ask you a question. Shoot. All right. So here's the question from oh him. Fan question. Oh God. Do you like the tights? That was his question. Do you Who's like tights? The, your tights. Do you like wearing your tights? Your, well, I wear it singlet. Yeah. But you've worn the tights. I've worn tights. Yeah. He wants to know if you like it. If, if I like tights. Yeah. If you like wearing them. Because do, uh, do like? he doesn't. So I guess from the outside, I guess it would be kind of just strange. Like you're going to work and you're just technically in like underwear. So, I guess like right, what so was, just in general. He wants I to know required like, <laughs> uniform. <laughs> he wants
1: to know if you like your work uniform or if you want the union to get you a better one. I mean, we could always we could we always like we could we could change um <laughs> I guess we could change gear at any point, right? Like yeah. I have kind of almost worn every style. Um I used to wear you wore, trunks. You wore pants? I wore tights. I'm in a singlet now
0: and I don't think I've ever seen you in 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 some uh, some wrestling pants.
1: My first gimmick as the rock star Justin Sky,
0: I remember. I had. Rock star Justin.
1: I had like denim jorts like Raven. Yeah. So I've done shorts. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I've done pants. Yeah. I've done tights. I've done trunks, shorts, singlets. Some pants. No pants. That's it. We're gonna got me, <laughs> give me some blue pants. Get the man some pants. Who's this kid? <laughs> get He's the some pants. <laughs> he ain't got to look, kid. Shit, I don't know if you're shooting or working. Where do you go, brother? <laughs> like I like I don't know I feel like I'll be fucking uncomfortable. going to to wrestle in fucking... I
0: never understood people who wrestle in jeans. That's always been something that just to me seems uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, like cuz like I've Well, been you know the they're je- wearing
1: jeggings now.
0: Yeah, but like I've been uh, a fat kid trying to run after the bus in jeans. <laughs> and that same, sucks. Same. So been, I can't imagine being a wrestler to, like when Dean Ambrose used to wrestle in fucking jeans. Like, I, that's, well, those were jeggings. That's ridiculous. Those that were
1: one. made to look like jeans. They were definitely super jeggings. Yeah, super they're definitely. But still, so, like ball. the
0: idea to wrestle in jeans, it's just like that you got to think about how many pairs chafing, of jeans dude. Rip, just chafing. But ripage. Well, Levi has a good jean. I don't think they're doing rippage You get a little. Uh, yeah, you get a little jeans. Levi sponsorship deal, dude. A Wrangler. Little Wrangler, real Some comfortable on jeans. Brett Favre. Jesus, real it'd be, comfortable. Yeah, jeans. it'd be. It'd is that be Brett, their slogan? Yeah, it's Brett Favre, Drew Brees, <laughs> and Dean Ambrose. And Brett Hart for Wrangler. He doesn't
1: wear shirts, but he wears Wrangler jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Brett Hart pictures is that like Hart Foundation. Like he's in jeans with no shirt and the leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. Did but did his you, hair's wet. Yeah. <laughs> I like, what there was a lot going on that day. Brett was always wet. He was always wet. Brett was always wet. It's Did you see
0: wet. uh the chalk line is dropping the Triple H jacket? I already it. Did you? Yeah, yeah, you did. Of course, yeah. you did.
1: I sent a picture of my wife, and I, I said, <laughs> Kay, she goes when it comes out. Do you have my permission to buy it immediately?" I was like, "I can fuck 400 for permission or not. I'm buying it. And fuck it. you." <laughs> she knows how bad I want to recreate that look as a Lucas Chase thing. Yeah, like I, I'm going to have. Like, so we are we putting, are we putting a giant? Jacket. Are
0: we putting a giant Chase logo over the tribulation logo?
1: Brother, I think I might have to. Like I'm I've been waiting. Like I want like the stonewashed jean, that type of jacket, with yeah. like my own t-shirt tucked in with a black belt. Yeah. So that way, like I, I just we just, I, we just the,
0: don't need the buildup to that look.
1: Nineties promo Garm. Is the greatest era, bro, of wrestlers? Was there was there a fanny pack? Casual? Was there a fanny pack? No, there should you, have you, been. Sorry. So you have the Hunter, like the game where he's like the leather jacket, denim vest, tough guy, tough guy, like jeans. <laughs> yep. Hold on, right. So that's one. Then you had like Sean before the injury coming out with like cashmere short sleeve shirt, gold chain, tucked in jeans. Bootish. Boots, you know what I mean. Like he's clearly wearing his wrestling boots under yep. the jeans, yep. but like they're black, so it works. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying. And then you had like The Rock with the 500 shirt, no shirt the underneath. The Versace's with the slacks, right, bro. And even when to he came in with, with like the Adidas track pants and the cut off tee, dude, to like, this day,
0: The the people's elbow to the British bulldog with the slide, with the slide It's just one, ever. one of the cleanest. It is the greatest one ever. It is just it was just. It's the drippiest people's oh, album. Oh, it is amazing. Dude.
1: Absolutely amazing. So I how how long you. have you been wrestling? Uh So all right, so there's two answers to that, right? Okay. So I had my debut when I was 19. Yep. So if I count from 19 to now, I've been I've been working professionally for poof, Twelve years,
0: twelve years. Yeah, do you feel that twenty twenty three is going to be the best, Lucas Chase? I feel like been? I'm at a
1: tipping point. I feel like now I don't really need to prove myself, but because of that, like I like people know my ability, people know who I am, people know who Lucas Chase is, people know the 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 the, the character of the man, right? Yep. But now it's time to dial that up and show what I can do on the next level. So now I'm like my wheels are turning. Like it's like I'm very selective with who I want to wrestle Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure it's people that I haven't a wrestled before or people b that I can take it to the next level with. Yeah. Um, Or that could take me to the next level. Iron sharpens iron. I mean, look at the match with Matias on April eighth. Right. That's to me. Gonna be a banger. I I I can't wait. It's the first time we've touched one on one. We've only we've only been in a four way together. So, you know, you got Matias coming. Yeah.
0: You know, all tough challenge.
1: Super tough. Tough challenge. I'm still gonna win, but super tough.
0: So I let's say dream dream opponent. Who does Lucas Chase wanna wanna stand across? Samoa Joe. Lucas Chase versus Samoa Joe.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I didn't even think about that until last week somebody mentioned it that it was one of their dream matches to see.
0: What is that like for someone to tell you what one of their dream matches is and it involves you? It's weird. Yeah, is it? It's very weird. What's it like when when someone comes up to you after a show and they're like, dude, that was awesome. You're great. I've been a fan for blah, blah, blah. You know, I saw you do this. I saw you do that. Like, it's great. It's like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is good weird. It is. It's a great weird, isn't it's it? It's a great weird.
1: Like, when you get off stage and someone says you had a a fucking killer set At a comedy show Like
0: Bro it's crazy Because I'm so I don't know If where if it's It's probably the same With wrestling Where you're so Hypercritical Of your performance right. Where someone will Come up to you And be like Oh dude That match was great And you're like Nah I actually I fucked this spot up I was supposed to do this I would never like, tell In, that in your, head, your head That's what I'm saying Like yeah. in your head You're like Oh you don't know What the fuck You're talking about Like I fucked this up right. Like to me That's where my brain Goes all the time Yeah So like Same Like, I'm always thinking about, like... So when they're, like, saying, oh, you did so good, I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's so funny, because,
1: like, we're our own worst critics, like you said, right? So it's like, I even got times where I'm, like, a fucking... In the moment, I'm like, I didn't... That did not feel good as a match. And then I watch it back, and I'm like, oh, it's actually good. Like, oh.
0: Yeah. Does that happen... Do you think, because you're so critical, that happens more often than not, where you're... You finish a match, and you're like, oh, that was... Not what I what I should have done I could have been I should have done this I could have been that. yeah
1: I mean there's some more there's there's more moments within matches like that and I want to say overall yeah full matches just like moments within the match where mm-hmm. I'm like oh we could, I could have went this way or I could have done this but I mean like that's just me being overly critical but like uh I guess the most recent evidence of that was like me and JD Drake yeah I coming out of that match I didn't like my athletic performance in that Mm-hmm. I felt like I could have taken it to him a lot more. I felt like I could have been a lot more confident in my ability. Uh, yeah, that the motherfucker was, hits hard. and He took me off my game.
0: Yeah, when I was when I was watching that match, it was it was, uh, almost it was a almost like fight. a it was yeah, and it and it's usually because you're yeah. usually the bigger guy, right? I was getting when tossed around. Yeah, so it's not it's really hard to. Maintain your focus on what you're doing 100%. when you're getting ragdolled, and you're not used to getting ragdolled. 100%. Like that, like I, I imagine the initial ragdoll. You're like, "What the fuck?" Right? Like I'm not supposed to be over here. I'm, I'm like, like, "What big are you doing, guy?" Yeah. Like, first around. of all, sir, this is not how we do That's this. House. This yeah. is my. Yeah. This is Bridgeport. Bridgeport. You come here, you're gonna fucking throw me in big front city of, of in dreams. front of my wife and kids. You're gonna throw me. Yeah. Right. Dude, Bridgeport, big city of dreams. Big Shout city out James. to an anthem. An absolute fucking anthem. Bridgeport,
1: dude. Bridgeport.
0: Dude, every once in a while that pops up on my memories and I go on a rabbit hole and just listen to that for like days. Bro, it's not even on my memories. I I, I Google that at least once a month. It's amazing. At I, least. I, I, I tell people about it because they're like, no, that's not a real thing. I'm like, oh, it wow, that's the fucking Bridgeport is, anthem. dude.
1: That is, that is the Bridgeport anthem.
0: Is there anything about like wrestling that you want to improve on, like change? Is there like a stigma about wrestling that you want to like squash, like you want to change how people look at it
1: um i don't like that we're back to being a subculture i feel like coming out in the 90s with the boom and early 2000s and and all that stuff um i would like to see pro wrestling get back to that like upper echelon of, of media what do you think it's missing do you think it's like
0: characters oh, it's, do you think it's missing to sounds so bad what is it missing the stars so it's missing like the big characters, the big like the Stone Cold's, the no, rocks. I things wouldn't even like say that. the big
1: characters. It's missing the people behind those characters.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's missing like because like there's only a hand. I think there's only really a handful. Like of, if I was to like, go up, to, if I was right to go, up, like
1: I'll give I'll give an example. If I was to go up and show ten random people side by side photos of Hulk Hogan and Roman Reigns, who Roman Reigns the greatest pro wrestler on the planet right yeah. now. Yeah, greatest of the greatest right. restaurant. The guy right now, he's on another level. He's doing cinematic shit. Like he's like it's Some would like say crazy, God mode. Yeah, facts. So if I was to put up a picture of Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold Steve Austin or even Dwayne Johnson, yep. And I won't count count Dwayne because he's big Hollywood. Yeah, he's so famous, he's in the limelight like yeah. now. So so if I was to take Stone Cold Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan and Take an eight by ten of Roman Reigns and hold them together. I can guarantee you that ten out of those ten people would identify Hulk Hogan first, if not at all, to Roman Reigns. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, like yeah. People yeah. would be like, "Oh, that's Hulk Hogan." So, what do you think? What do you think the problem is? Do you think the problem is the people behind the characters? Do you think, it, I think it's, it's become the writing? Too, do you think it's the production? I think, or is it like because to me, I think it's social media. I think social I media think social is kind of just like because like I'm watching. Roman Reigns on my TV, this big larger than life dude, but then on Instagram I'm seeing him eat like Chick-fil-A like a normal dude. Listen, and I, I just I, feel like I, it kind of that's what
1: Roman Reigns eats some Chick-fil-A. I'll take that.
0: Listen, it's great. But like I feel like you never saw Hulk Hogan do normal shit. You never saw He's like saying praise and eating vitamins, brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that makes him better. Shit. My grandpa takes his vitamins.
0: But you never saw you never saw Not Hulk D-ball, Hogan like vitamins. uh uh you know. Posting a picture of himself, like in his living room, eating a sandwich. He would
1: have if they if it was around.
0: Dude, I think if they had social media back then, they would fucking more of them would Excuse be dead. Me. I think more of those guys would be dead if there was social media and all that stuff.
1: Listen, a hundred percent. We're gonna take an obligatory drink break. Yeah. <laughs> what the old pipes here? Um, I, how do you like? I think. So I wouldn't blame social media, right? Excuse me. <laughs> To an extent. My biggest gripe with social media is when people go on social media, like we we all already know that this is a work, right? Yep. Like wrestling being in the forefront of pop culture has shown that it's a work. We're putting on a show, right?
0: It is entertained
1: I'm not gonna call it art. I'm not gonna call it performance art or any of that bullshit, right? And it's not because I'm old school, it's just because I respect professional wrestling yeah. too much, right? So with that being said. I think the biggest thing is is a, that is a detriment to professional wrestling is the fact that we are the only entertainment property in the entire world that likes to remind our demographic and our fan base that we're an entertainment entity around the world. Yeah. Like you don't watch a Marvel movie and the entire time you're watching it there's like references to the fact that that's written out of a comic book. Yeah. Like what you're seeing is not real. So do you think that they're they're taking
0: like, away the suspension of belief? Themselves. 100%.
1: They've taken it away. And mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with kayfabe, it has nothing to do with, you know, how the matches are booked. It is literally the fact They just talk about it too much on air. They talk about it too much on air and they like to rub our noses in it and the way they rub our noses in it is like, you know, I believe that there's a time and a place for every style of wrestling. I believe there's a time and a place for everybody in wrestling. Wrestling is a variety show at its core. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we can't make room for comedy gimmicks or comedy segments or guest stars or anything like that. But we don't, that's not what the show in and of itself needs to be overall. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to constantly be reminded that, you know, this is a performance by you know, 17 people who do Lucha style every Wednesday night because they want to go out there and do every fucking false finish. You know what I mean? Like, once it gets to a certain point, you're like, all right, we get it. Like, you're putting on this performance. Like, let me suspend my belief. Yeah. Let me invest in these characters. You know what I'm saying? Let me invest in these people. Because the more I can invest, the more money you can make and the more fucking interesting it becomes. Like, I watch a show like you on Netflix, right? Yeah. I love that show. I f- I know that Joe Goldberg isn't a real guy who murders people. Yeah. But when I watch the fucking show, you're like that's
0: a piece of shit murderer. I'm like
1: this guy's a fucking murderer. Spoiler alert. And you know, this latest season I'm like, okay, like I'm he's in jeopardy. Yeah. I'm allowing my mind to say that is real within the confines of that world, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as I press play, I'm telling that to myself. I don't want to be taking out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I feel like the biggest problem with professional wrestling getting to the next, getting back to the forefront of where it needs to be, is the fact that they continuously show us and tell us that we shouldn't be suspending our belief we should be aware that this is a work because everybody's great and everybody deserves hard work and happiness and like that's the social media aspect of it like do you ever see me post on social media oh my god thank you so much to my opponent tonight that was great you yeah. really pulled it out of me this is amazing yeah. i i i hope all the best for you no no because yeah. that was my opponent in a in a in a in a in a world where we're supposed to be adversaries yeah was it a battle fuck yeah will i post something like man we took each other to the limit or whatever Hundred percent, but I'm not going to give you flowers and applaud you in a public yeah. forum because you're to supposed the limit, to be my fucking enemy. We took you, t- we took
0: each other to the limit, but I'm still better than you. That's hundred percent. Yeah, and then it, it, I do I feel, kill my own shit. I feel like, like in sports, just in general, I feel like the competitiveness is gone. Hundred percent. Like if you look at basketball, like everyone just wants to be friends and play together, and I feel like there's no rivalries anymore. Like no one. I love Luca and what's his face? Uh, Booker. Oh, Booker. And they're they're starting. Like, oh, my it, God, bro. We're starting to heat, get it again. Brother, but heat. it's like, you know, you don't have guys who are competing with each other. No, what happens is they jump and go to another team because they want to play with... They're friends, hopefully. And, you know,
1: I have them. no problem. Like, you want to you want to build, like, a super team or whatever. Like, shout out to my Knicks, who are just a bunch of all-stars that are grinding it out right now. And, you know, they go on a 10-game winning streak in the middle of the season. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's competitive basketball, right? Cause but they're that's like, similar oh, to hot, what right? the
0: Bucks did, how the Bucs built up a good team and won the championship. 100%. Like, Giannis, they just kept that. They building. that Mega puzzle piece. And he did what he's supposed to do as the star and 100%. made everyone better. Hundred percent, you know, but it's, you know, it's just crazy because I think like we we we're both in like industries where you have to be competitive. Yes, and I think some people take that too far, and they're overly competitive to the point where it's like a detriment. But yep. then there's other people who are just like, like you said, uh, you're my opponent. Why am I giving you flowers? Why am I telling you oh, I'm so proud? Like you did so great. No, fuck you. I beat you. I'm better. Or you beat me because you fucking cheated. Like, you, you're right. not like, better than can me. Why can't we like, keep yeah. building stuff like that? Yeah. Why
1: do I need to be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. These We're all friends playing grab ass behind the scenes. We're going to go to dinner. Like, no, I don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why my promos are so good. Yeah. Because I allow myself, I take myself to that place. Yeah. And they also, they come from
0: a place of realness. Right. Like, it's not, it's not manufactured. It's not, you know, uh, you didn't. You didn't sit down with writers, and no. and and figure out Never. what you're gonna say. You you speak passionately, yeah, because it's what you like. You you cut promos like the guys that you watched growing up, and like what you influenced by and what you liked. Oh, and, man, and I've been watching the a lot realism, of
1: Jim, Jim Nighthart lately. Yeah, <sighs> <That> <sighs> what a promo! Guy. What a guy! What a fucking promo! What
0: a so. When when did you start watching wrestling?
1: Uh, 95, 96. It was just on in the house, like everybody. Well, my grand, my great grandmother used to have it on a lot. Um what, and what
0: like, is it with Puerto Rican grandmas and wrestling? That was the shit. Like that's crazy. They all for some, they all love on, Bruno. Bro, our grandmother, they all love, they love Bruno. Bruno. Chief all of Bruno. Jay yep.
1: Uh, they saw fucking you know Dusty. Yeah, Dusty was Dusty. Yep. you know, uh, and I'm talking like Dusty like seventies Dusty. Yeah, like that's Dusty fucking Dusty Rose. Dusty. Dusty. You know what I'm saying? He laid an elbow down. Kings fucking, and queens, porks and beans. Bro, you dusty. See, have you ever watched Dusty in the '70s? Yeah, bro. When he would hit that elbow, bro, stop it was, fucking it was start over. Dancing and all that shit, hitting the jabs, bro. Those crowds were just like poof, you
0: can't, you can't, bro.
1: you can't emulate it. Like nah. it's, 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 incredible. And you watch like Chief J Strong, bro. You know what I mean? Like Hogan's Hulk up is essentially just Chief J ripped off. Yeah.
0: yeah. So who were some of your uh, your favorites growing up?
1: Triple H. Obviously, uh, would you
0: say that he's a heavy influence on on Lucas Chase as a oh, as a yeah. competitor?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, huge, huge. I take a lot. Like I, I don't think people realize how much I, I emulate. Oh yeah, that I, I can tell runs. from
0: the spine buster. The yeah. way the way you the way you pop the leg and then just drive it down. Yeah, is very reminiscent it's of Hunter. those of those wicked Hunter spine oh, busters. Oh my god,
1: Triple, like Triple H it. I don't use the pedigree strictly because when, when I was like getting involved, like he was still very active., yeah. but if he had been retired for a while, I think that would be Oh, I'm sure. something that I want to perfect. Okay, so here's,
0: a, here's like an inside baseball question I've always had. All right. What goes into making a finisher? Like how do you, how do you go about like how do you decide what it's going to be? Because I know, obviously, it goes with whatever your style is, however yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. working.
1: But it's good for the gimmick, right? But like, yeah, yeah like,
0: but when you're when you're going through and you're figuring out your moveset and stuff, how do you, like, yeah, that's the one. That's going to be... That's the killer.
1: Um, I think I think it's mostly what you're comfortable enough doing that you know that you're going to hit it 100% of the time, 100%. Mm-hmm. You
0: know
1: what I mean? Like, yeah. You can't fuck up your own finish. Yeah. Like, if it's that one thing... And I don't even give a shit if it's a fucking... Punch right, like well, because I mean, look, one of the
0: most successful finishers is
1: a fucking super kick.
0: Yeah, you know, Sean Michaels hits a super kick. You're not getting up. That's right. it. It's done. It's over. No matter how many people are throwing super kicks now, if Sean Michaels hits you with a super kick, see,
1: but that that answers your question, right? You know, like you're calling it, you're calling it a super kick. Sean hits sweet,
0: but that's shit not what I mean. What, he he's the sweet chin music. When he throws
1: it. It's what do you different. call it? What it's do you call a, it?
0: Yeah, the sweet chin music. You say, oh, it's sweet chin music. So what? What like that's that's it. So what separates it? What makes it? You know. The focus
1: he put on it, you know, as the finish. Yeah. Have you ever seen me hit the pop up Samoan in a in, in, in a match that I lost?
0: No. Exactly. Yeah. Which I do. I do love.
1: And we're gonna pop-up. go inside baseball, right? I do love the pop up. Thank you. We're going inside baseball. If I am booked in a in a match for a promotion, and I know that the, and I learned that the other I, the other person's going over. I will not call my finish. Do you have a backup finish? Do you have like a... I have like they're three. gonna kick out finish. I have three of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say them, but no, I have three. Of them.
0: But but you have them.
1: I have them in my pocket for when we have to get to that story, and that. But I have to put them down. But not. But keep you've them down
0: you've essentially time. got your blue thunder bomb. You've essentially got that. They should be it.
1: But. Hundred percent.
0: What's your three of them? What's your favorite part about uh, like building a match?
1: Oh. oh, I've never been asked that before. Yeah, because
0: like I, I, I look at it almost like the same way of like structuring a set, mm-hmm. like when you're doing comedy, because you wanna, mm-hmm. you wanna have a strong opener, mm-hmm. you wanna have something that's gonna get them laughing right off the rip, right, and right, then right. you wanna continue to take them on like a wave of laughter and make everything ebbs and there. flows. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, what what's your what's your favorite part about that? Like, do you is it? Is it easier when you work with certain guys? If you work with oh, somebody. absolutely. There's the, the,
1: there's there's guys out there that are fucking amazing in the ring.
0: Yeah, can't fucking call. A dick. Do you have do you have a couple guys who um you don't even you just call it in the ring because you guys are just so comfortable with each other. Um, me and Dustin Waller don't really need to call
1: things. If yeah, we're working you guy, I, on I mean, together.
0: I've had the pleasure of uh, I think I've called two matches between you guys. Yeah, and then I've seen probably like four. Yeah, and they've just been great. They're yeah. just it's a good clash of styles. 100%. It's it's a story that basically just wrote itself.
1: Yeah. It was very organic.
0: And it's just it's two dudes who are on the same trajectory mm-hmm. but on different sides of it and they're going to cross numerous times. Like it, it's it's great.
1: I think that is a rivalry that I'll have until the day that I hang them up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. our paths are always going to cross. Yeah. Um you know, like a guy working with a guy like that. I mean, we don't really need to discuss much. We just we being perfectionist though and caring. Yeah. Oh, we both like we don't need to call things, but we like to make sure that everything is placed where it should be for that time. Yeah. You know what we I mean. We just want to make sure structurally. Like structurally, it just makes this sense. makes sense. Structurally, this is good. This is where we can hit this. Because we all have those moments, right? Like the Randy Orton stalking in the corner. We yep. all have those moments, right? Um. So like we want to throw in our greatest hits that people know us for that they they want to see but we want to do them in a specific way that's a little bit different every time. We want to be a little bit different than the match before us or the match yeah. after us or the, the first you know match, whatever. Um, for instance, Dustin does um, that like tiger roll over into the little pose, yep. right? So tag team match this past weekend against Miracle Generation. I told him, I said, we're going to do that, but we'll do it where you go. I tiger rolled over you. I hit it as like a mocking thing. And then, like, you fake me out, I roll, you tiger roll over me, and then you hit it the right way. Yeah. And they'll pop, and then I'll still fall for it. You still, we still do the whole thing. But that's different than just normally getting into it. Yeah. You know, and then it adds a little bit more. Because like, I feel like, like now that you guys comedic are, side since him, you're so comfortable, toying. you
0: guys have that extra thing where you don't have to necessarily worry about what spot you're going to call next. You can do little things like that. Absolutely. Because you just know. Right.
1: This is just flowing out. Just flowing out. You know what I'm saying and, I, and and it lends us to being like me being a little bit rougher with him yeah or him being a little rougher with me you know which is fine because we, we we hit our friends the hardest you know yeah um but I mean to get back to your question along in a kind of a long-winded way um I think just putting together something that's going to be the difference of the night yeah you know what I mean like I don't want to just be a match you know I want it I want it to be the match You know when people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, that was match of the night." Yeah, show stealer. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" That's then I did my job, and that's my favorite part of calling a match is like, "How are we gonna get? How are we gonna tell this story? How are we gonna get from point A to point B? How are we? How are we gonna Hogan higher
0: and highly invested that they can be? How do we Hogan rock this WrestleMania? Hundred percent. Like how do we make sure that they can't follow us? Hundred percent. And let them let them know that they should have put
1: us in the main. Me and ruthless Lala versus Sky Blue and Jared Diaz just happened. We were right before intermission. There was... I felt bad for the rest of the card. Yeah. Because we put on a mixed tag down. match that was fucking great. And the crowd was up here the entire time.
0: And then they had the whole intermission to just be like, what
1: the exactly. fuck just happened, yeah, dude? Yeah, it was fucking great.
0: What would you say is your favorite part um, of your life in the ring and out the ring? Like Outside
1: it- of the ring, being a husband and a father, no doubt. Yeah. I love being a fucking dad yeah like holy shit fucking awesome that kid is great and i and, and me and, and my wife and i got very lucky because he could have been a nightmare too this is my yeah. kid you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i was a fucking asshole he could have been the shit he and dude. he's delightful would have dropped him off at a firehouse dude. oh dude for
0: sure for <laughs> sure they would have sent him right back right too, back they
1: knew exactly but what no he's a good kid you're doing you. a great job thank you and you know um so that's that's for being outside the ring. Um, As far as inside the ring, what's the best part?
0: Yeah, like what's your favorite thing about it? Like about being a wrestler, is it the traveling? Is it like being able to you know? I'm a gypsy.
1: I can live out of a suitcase. Get in the ring.
0: Get in the ring with guys who, because like I know like a lot of like in the independent scene, you get a bunch of the older you know guys who were in WWE in WCW. Like, is it cool to get in the ring with those guys? One hundred percent you know like is that like I wrestled like, rhino
1: last year and it was fine, Yeah, like right? in
0: the bar. Because it like the bar brawl, right? Like inside. No, no, no,
1: no. It was like in a gazebo. Okay. Like space.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those bar brawls are f-
1: bye-bye. I don't do those
0: anymore. Dude, that was crazy. He's wild. I I remember watching one on YouTube and I'm like this is insane. Yeah, it
1: was insane. Like right? I just want ch- the I just want wings. Happened. Like but I just
0: yeah. want wings. I don't need this. Yeah. I don't Two need this sweaty, sweaty kid. Yeah. This is sweaty. So how uh so you wrestled Rhino, what was that? How would that go? It was great. How did you get gored? Yes. How did it hurt? A lot. Yeah, I bet. A lot. I bet. He's a big boy. That's a, and he's bigger.
1: Yeah. He's bigger he's now. He's like a
0: fucking refrigerator. He's Dude. Like a, he's built like a Volkswagen Beetle. The rest of his body caught up to his like mid 2000 thighs. Bro. Like
1: <laughs> Bro, I feel like I got his mid 2000 thighs, actually. That's what I feel like. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's uh, that that that's that's a huge part that's fucking amazing. I think the best part is the adrenaline. Yeah, they ain't nothing like being inside those those ropes with a crowd. It's like that's the best. Hot, it's the best. Drug. And you hear that fucking bell ring, and you're like, "We're about to fucking get after it." It's, oh, it's nothing better than that. It's so R- good. The moment right before, like the moment when I look at my opponent in the eyes, right before we fucking lock lock up in the beginning of a match. Yep. that's my favorite part.
0: Yeah, what's that, it like, like when your theme song hits? When you're behind the curtain and you're waiting for yourself to come
1: out. Oh, I and get that my first note of your song hits. I get myself into a different place. I Lucas chase isn't turned on until right before I hit that curtain. Yeah. Yeah. And then does he then turn up to a fucking thompson. does he
0: turn off when you go back through the curtain? Or do you find it difficult to like, let's say after you have, uh, uh, you know, for example, after the flash match, the ladder match, mm-hmm. you know, do you find it difficult to go from Lucas chase to being a dad?
1: I need like 10 minutes. That's all just 10 minutes.
0: Because I know, I mean, like, like, for I, me, I, if I, I, I like come... A good, I,
1: let's just say I'm glad that my son's usually not at the wrestling shows. Yeah, because, like, I know when it's I a lot. have, like... it be a lot.
0: When I have, like, a good set, like, yeah. if I'm, like... Like, especially if I have to drive far, like, uh last week I was in Massachusetts. I had a great set. Yeah. I got home at, like, one in the morning. I was up till three because, like, I just couldn't come I'm the down same way. from it. Like, I was just, I'm like... i the same way. I, I, I didn't... I didn't know what to do. Like, I was just j- amped. Like, I had a great set, and I was it's just... Like, serotonin. Like, yeah, right.
1: Oh, it was great. Dopamine. It was. Released, you know? Um, but no, yeah, I, I usually, my adrenaline's usually kicking. Like, if I'm at a show, you know, and, and it's local and I'm coming home right after, you know, if I get home before a certain time, like, my wife knows, like, Kayla's like, yeah, like, oh, let's stay up. I know your adrenaline's going. Like, I fucking. If she's That's a, another thing, too, because uh,
0: because yeah. being a dad and, and being a. Independent wrestler on the road constantly. Yeah. It's tough, but being yeah. a husband, it's got to be even tougher. It's 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 rough. It's, it's
1: trying. It's rough. It makes it come home better.
0: I bet. Yeah, huh. hit the finish. i <laughs> you know I need it, so I got to get these sounds all set, and okay. I want. I definitely want to get that. That's what she said. But hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> bam, that's what she said. Bo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, yeah. I I the thing again. There it is. Oh, there all it right. is, man. You know, it's it's good tech. It's great tech. It's great tech. I love it. I got this whole list of qu- things that we were. I was going to talk to you about, and we've just been having a great time. Um, okay, this is a good question. What do you got? This is a great question here. So we live in like an ever-changing world. Yeah, like everything's changing now. Is there something that you did when you were a kid that you want to make sure you can do with uh, with your son, like as soon as possible? Before it either is no longer a thing because, you know, be it, it gets canceled or whatever, or it just stops existing as many so, things from our childhood are.
1: I love taking my son to the actual movie theater. Yeah. That for me is like, that was my childhood. I love it. was like it. going to the theater. Like, What's ah, the last movie you guys like saw? Like. Uh, Last movie we saw together, uh, The Bad Guys. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's awesome animated film. Okay. Yeah, great movie. Go okay. watch it. The okay. Bad Guys. I okay. on like HBO Max or something.
0: Okay, I'm actually. I got. I got two movies. Uh, I think I was telling you earlier that uh, that we're gonna watch uh, whenever we get some free time. Hell yeah! I want to watch um, the the new Nicolas Cage one with Pedro Pascal.
1: Oh, uh, the way of massive talent. Yeah, or whatever that yeah, one yeah, that's and great. Uh,
0: everything, everywhere, all at once. So I'm probably watching that tonight because that movie looked cool. Yeah. Because it came, and it was cool because it came out around the same time as uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And it was almost the exact same plot. And this movie won seven Academy Awards. Yeah. So I definitely Wild. want to see
1: that. I want to see it so bad. It's I want great. to see The Whale with Brendan Fraser. So yeah. Like, yeah, I, I want to see amazing. that. He won Best Actor. Yeah.
0: He won, won an Oscar. But I don't know. I'm not a big drama guy. I'm a huge drama person. Because like, I I watch movies to like relax. Yeah. And like I, I haven't finished The Last of Us because Brother,
1: that season finale
0: because the episodes are so emotionally draining amazing like there's so like the the I just finished the third one with um uh uh what's his name from Parks and Rec
1: oh um Ron Swanson yeah uh...
0: yeah with him and it Why was just not? so Nick Offerman Nick Offerman it was just so emotionally just draining. I think it's one of the best
1: episodes. It was, was fantastic. It was the familiar. whole show is
0: so great. I love everything about it. I just need a break between episodes.
1: See not me. I love driving shit. I, I can't it. do it. I love
0: it. I can't. I like. I just. I don't know. But also, I'm not a big TV guy. Not a big. I don't big watch. You know, I'm TV. huge on that. Too. I watch. Yeah, i um, huge. Uh, I watch a lot of anime. Love anime.
1: Just started Demon Slayer, like from the beginning. Yeah,
0: fantastic, dude. Me and uh, me and Bertel just saw the movie, uh, the newest movie that came out. Fantastic! I,
1: I mean, I'm I'm loving it so far, dude. It's um, great, great story, Uh great I've, I've visuals. Been watching, I've been watching like, you remember the abridged Dragon Ball Z on YouTube? God, yes. I've been rewatching those, dude. I want to make one. Dude, it's so good.
0: I want to make one so bad. Vegeta's
1: the fucking man. I
0: wanna I want to find an anime, like a like a random anime, and yeah. just do my own an abridged version. How's of how's
1: one? how's that going? What? Like the writing for like the stuff you were doing? Uh, like anime. I have so well
0: manga esque. Well. It's on halt on halt right now. Okay. Uh, because I want to focus more on comedy. Okay. I want to I want to be focused more on comedy, but I'm still writing. I got like four other ideas for okay. things that I'm writing. So, hopefully, but you're crushing it right now in comedy. I'm trying. I think, man. You're dude, going, I'm going around. trying. You know my dude. two
1: favorite comedians at the very moment are Manny Sierra and Chris Warren. Shout out dude, to Chris. Chris Warren. Warren's
0: headlining for us on Saturday, bro.
1: I talked to Chris. Like I, I make it a point to like try and touch base with Chris like once every two weeks, yeah, at least.
0: Yeah, dude, he's amazing.
1: Like, it to to see a to see a good brother like that doing his thing, fucking a man.
0: And he's quietly killing it. Yeah, like he's because he's 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 killing it. He's everywhere. But he's not like braggadocious and like no. parading it everywhere. He's we are see quietly, his ass on like, like a killing. guest
1: spot on like some show. Oh, and then dude. it's gonna be to the moon, dude. He's he's got a podcast now. It's
0: killing. Fucking so ass. fucking funny. It's called You Should Be Worried. So funny.
1: I'm gonna have to get on that. Such
0: a funny fucking I'm gonna podcast. Contact him. The dude is great. Uh, so what what do you got going on? What do you got coming up? Um,
1: well, we have we have. Uh, I don't know when when this is gonna air.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like, probably. Two weeks. Two weeks? Probably two weeks.
1: All right. So we got, you know, blood, sweat, tears coming up, <coughs> you know, April 8th. April 8th. Elevate. Um, elevate. We have uh, March twenty fifth, New World Wrestling Extreme, me versus uh the mass hole, uh, Mike McCarthy. Yep. I think that's his name. Um, and then you know, we have NEW coming up, uh, Spring Slam and Poughkeepsie on April fifteenth, yep. uh featuring Ricky Stocks. Ooh. Um, yeah, we got a lot a lot more on tap. I mean, you could you could check me out at Lucas at the Lucas Chase on Instagram and Twitter for all the dates that ain't. All the dates. All the dates, man. What about you? What you got coming up, dude? I
0: got I'm headlining the Elbow Room on the 18th. Fucking A. We got uh we got a Park City show on the 25th.
1: Okay. Um, see, it bothers me that every time I'm in the ring, here on stage. I know,
0: dude. I know. Cause goddamn, like, goddamn I weekends.
1: It, it's crazy. Fucking. Weekends. We need to do one of those. We need to do one of those. Like, uh, you know, one, let those, me, one bo- of those. One of
0: those rock and wrestling. Rock shows. and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I go on the Manny Lucas Chase cruise, dude. Oh, the man. comedy wrestling cruise. But it's just, uh, it's just. We, we just bu- go around. We buy, and we buy tickets on the ferry. Sound. We yeah. buy tickets on yeah. the ferry. <laughs> we go from Port Jeff to Bridgeport, and we charge one hundred dollars
0: <laughs> f- a ticket. We film a Subway Mania on the on the ferry. I know those guys now. I saw. I saw. I know, yeah, Look they wrestled. Humble wrestling. brag. Humble brag. Humble brag. Humble brag. The Lucas Chase. Yeah,
1: Subway Mania.
0: Subway Mania. It's my boys. Catch them April eighth.
1: I never take pictures with the stars. I always, always.
0: But they take pictures with you. I always
1: never, never approach. And so many Mania guys were there. So I was like, can I get a picture of you,
0: man. dude." Remember when we saw them at uh, Mania? Mania? That was awesome. At Mania,
1: in the parking lot. Yeah.
0: And we were like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. And then it blew up. Full circle. That's crazy. Full circle. Dude, thanks for coming.
1: Thanks for having me. You were great. This was great.
0: We're gonna put everything in the bio. Yeah. Bst champion, the Lucas Chase. The Lucas
1: Chase. Be uh, be very, very aware of your uh, YouTube surroundings over the next few months, people. Just yeah. leave it at that.
0: Keep your eyes out. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thank you.